since cannabis isn't federally legal, the main hurdle is that you can't get any loans on mm-hmm. any of the properties. So there's no banking system set up for cannabis properties. Real quick, before the episode, I want to give you a gift of 25% off. And that gift actually is from TransUnion Smart Move. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. Because as landlords, we tend to be most concerned with getting paid on time. You might also know that hundreds of thousands of landlords have to deal with the headaches of evicting tenants each year. Evicting a tenant can be painful, costing as much as $10,000 in court costs and legal fees, and take as long as four weeks to complete. What if there's a trusted way to help prevent the headaches of dealing with evicting a tenant? Make the smart move right from the start. Smart Move's online tenant screening solution can help you quickly understand if you're getting a reliable tenant, which will help you avoid potential problems such as non-payment and evictions. For a limited time, listeners of this podcast are invited to try Smart Move tenant screening for 25% off. Here's how Smart Move can help you find your next great tenant. Make a more informed decision with Smart Move's proprietary credit score built specifically for tenant screening, which predicts evictions 15% better than a typical credit score. Reduce non-payment risk with Smart Move's Income Insights Report, which enables you to analyze the applicant's income within minutes and determine if additional income verification is needed. Get critical information quickly with a full credit report, criminal background, and eviction history report. With over 5 million screenings completed, SmartMove can help you make a better leasing decision for your rental property. If you own a rental property, SmartMove can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast where we only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. And we got with us Theo Hicks like we always do. And let's dive right into it. Yep. So I did the interviews last week. So I'm going to go over some of the lessons I learned from three of those interviews. First one was really interesting. Alex Telcott, really smart guy. He does a lot. So he's a manager of a financial planning company. He actually teaches a full-time course load at a business school. And he also told me a few other things that he did. One of them being he likes to go to DC and just sit in on congressional hearings and things like that just to learn and absorb information from them. So really smart guy. And I was asking him some questions just because I figured financial planning, obviously the types of people he's attracting are people who are passive investors. I kind of looked at it through that lens. And one thing he mentioned is that when he became interested in investing himself, he knew that he needed to find the person that was in the top of the industry to learn from them and absorb knowledge from them. And he did so. He said they found the top lawyer and investor. He's a lawyer, as they mentioned, why he likes to talk to lawyers for these things. But he mentioned that obviously it's really difficult to find that top person in the industry. Obviously, it's important and very helpful, but it's not easy, especially if you're someone who's newer, right? So this guy right here had an instant connection because they're both lawyers. And so I asked him, what advice would you give to someone who's trying to connect with that top person in the industry? His response was interesting. At first, he said, just email him just because he knows the person. But the whole point was that you want to figure out how many degrees of separation you are from that person and find someone that knows them or find someone that knows someone that knows them. Mm -hmm. And however long that train needs to be in order to essentially 
the person that mentions you to that person knows them already and they know yeah. that they trust them. So like, I was gonna say like, Joe, if let's say for example, you were looking to hire a new employee and it had two candidates that were completely the same. The only difference was Frank or I brought him to you as opposed to he just kind of randomly found you. Which yeah. one would you likely go with more? Right. The person who knows mutual friends or colleagues. Exactly. So I thought that was really interesting. And the whole idea is if you, if you want to get in contact with someone, another strategy rather than just reaching out and you know, proactively adding value is to reach out to someone that you know relatively well and have them kind of softly introduce you over email or something like that. One book that comes to mind as a added resource to this topic is How to Be a Power Connector by Judy Robinette. And I interviewed Judy whew, long time ago, episode 79. I knew it was a long time ago. <laughs> How to Meet Mark Cuban it says something like that on the title. Episode 79. Yes, 79. I interviewed her and she talks about during that interview, when you want to meet someone, don't go straight to the person. Instead, find a way that you can introduce someone to that person that adds value or solves a problem to for whatever they're trying to solve. So for example, in her Mark Cuban example, I forget what Mark was looking for at a particular time, but she talks about it in the interview. But she found someone who was in that field and she somehow connected the dots. I, I forget how it transpired, but she introduces people to people she eventually wants to get to know. So she adds value to their life by connecting them. And then she's in the mix within that circle too, as a result of it. And yeah, you got to be careful with that because people will introduce me to other people who I'm all about building relationships, but I only have a certain amount of time in my day and so does everyone else. Everyone has a certain amount of time in their day. So if you're proactively introducing someone to a person, make sure that that introduction is relevant and that they really are seeking that type of introduction because if not, it will have the opposite effect of what you intend. You'll actually turn the person off because they're like, oh man, you just did an introduction to someone who... I'm sure they're a great person, but it's just not relevant for me at this point in time or perhaps ever. And now it's taking more of my time to remedy what you've created versus you solving a problem in their life. Yeah, it's basically the more you become known as that, that power influencer and the closer you are to people that people want to know the more contacts you're going to get. So yeah, you have to be smart about it. And you can't just every single time someone emails you say, hey, I met this really good guy. Right. Do you want to meet him and talk to him? I think people get asking me to introduce them to you all the time. <laughs> I just want to understand. And as you can tell, I don't really ever do it. So I don't I, think you've ever introduced anyone. I did it one time. <laughs> you did it once? Okay. I did it one time, yeah. <laughs> all right. So the next one was an interesting conversation just because I hadn't talked to anyone that was in this industry before. So she specializes in legally compliant cannabis properties. So she doesn't invest in them. She's just like a broker that people who are interested in doing it and have a property that they want to sell or rezone or whatever. She helps out with that. And I'm just asking her from an investment standpoint, what are some of the risks? And since cannabis isn't federally legal, the main hurdle is that you can't get any loans on any of the, the property. So there's no banking system set up for cannabis properties. 
So according to her, it sounds like some savvy investors are trying to set up some private yeah. banking around it. I figured. Um, because there's probably a, a huge demand for that. Because you mentioned that you can lease a property for basically dollar per square foot just because of the zoned already for cannabis use. I just thought that was interesting. We also talked about what was her best advice for someone who wanted to get in the industry. And that really applies to any investor. And she was saying that whenever you're presented with a deal or an idea or a business partner or really anything, make sure you are doing your due diligence and getting the full story on that person. So in this particular example for the cannabis industry, the idea is that I own a property and someone was at least my property from me. So since I can't look at their bank statements or anything like that or tax records because they don't exist, you have to kind of be savvy about doing your due diligence because there really aren't any financial documents to track. I thought that was interesting because you know, for most of my apartment, I could pretty easily get my hands on the rent roll and the T12 and know exactly how the property performed financially from a historical standpoint where it's for this, you, you just can't because it doesn't exist. It is prudent advice to do your due diligence when you're doing a transaction with a drug dealer. I agree with that. <laughs> there you go. Then the last lesson that I learned was from Brad Stevens. He has a company. It's called Outsource Access, and they provide entrepreneurs and commercial real estate agents with VAs. He's and also so- the, the coach of the Celtics, I think. I think that's, <laughs> that guy's name's Brad Stevens. The name does sound familiar. He used to coach so- at Butler. So in that episode, we essentially go over the blueprints for how to hire a VA. I'm not going to talk about that right now just because it would take too long, but there were two points that he made that I thought were interesting that I didn't know. Number one was, I didn't know why a lot of VAs were from the Philippines. And he explained that to me and he said that apparently in the Philippines, English is the second language Mm -hmm. and their school system is very Americanized and it's just a very Americanized country in general. And so it's very, very easy to work with. You can communicate with them. They have an idea of the American culture. And then he said that the minimum wage is actually a dollar to a dollar fifty in American dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's obviously why people use them because they're English second language, very Americanized, and you can pay them a lot less than you pay a VA in America. And then we talked about when would be the ideal time to hire a VA, right? Because you most likely don't want to just decide that I'm going to start a business and then tomorrow get a VA. And so I just asked him, when do you hire one? And his answer is pretty obvious, but it's still interesting. Basically, he said that everything in life comes down to a return on investment. So it's how you value your time. So it kind of reminded me of that $1, $10, $100, $1,000, $10,000 activity we talk about and how essentially what you want to do is you want to do that, figure out what tasks you're doing that are in the lower end range to so the $10 an hour range, $100 an hour range, depending on what you do. And then once you get to the point where your time is worth more than $10 an hour, then you went to hire out that VA. I like um, it. Another way to look at it was as from a commercial real estate agent, you'd say, okay, well, let's say it cost you $1,400 a month for a VA. That's how much outsourced access charges. And let's say you close on one extra deal per year because of that and you make $20,000. Well, you've already paid for that VA for the year. So as long as you close on one extra deal, that VA, then it's worth the time. And I have on my notebook right here to discuss my assessment of, I'm calling it major versus minor time analysis. 
with Jim Rome talks about it being major versus minor time or what we talked about during a conversational a couple months ago was that dollar, $10 exercise. Because I committed to doing it and I said, it wouldn't be immediately, but it'd be in the next couple months. And I still have it written down. So I will be assessing a week of my time and determining how much was major versus how much was minor time. And then just sharing the results and things that I learned. All right. So those are the lessons I learned from the interviews last week. Obviously, as Joe says, when he does this, I learned a lot more than just that. But those are the three ones I thought were the most interesting. All right, moving on to the trivia question. So this is the month of Jeopardy. So I'm going to read the answer, and then you had to guess what is blank. So uh, last week's trivia question was the, the city where 63% of the people who are searching for a place to rent are from outside the city, which is the highest percent of any city in the country. Joe's I didn't hear a word you said. I just heard the voice you used. That's all. <laughs> I've been working on that all week, Joe. <laughs> By your reaction, I, th- I think I did a good job. Uh, so the answer was, what is Tampa, Florida? So if you answer that correctly, the first person to answer that correctly gets that free copy of our first book. This week is the U.S. state that is home to the two cities that had the lowest cost of living. So what state has the two cities that are at the bottom of the cost of living chart? Oh, that's going to be... I'm going to go Mississippi. Mississippi. Yep. All right. So again, first person to get this correctly, and you can submit your answer either in the comments of the YouTube section below if you're watching this on video, or you can submit your answer to info at joefairless.com if you're listening on the podcast, and you'll receive a copy of our first book. And then lastly, we're going to discuss the apartments indication resource of the week. So I believe... Next week, we're going to be finishing off series number 20, and uh, that's talking about how to asset manage a deal. So we've got a lot of episodes, a lot of series to listen to. The actual free document we're going to talk about this week is all the way back in the series number nine, where we talked about how to raise capital from passive investors. If you want to start that series, it is episode 1562 is the first episode, and it's an eight-part series. And for that series, the free document we gave away was a money-raising tracker. So me and Joe have talked about on the podcast before, but this document will allow you to track, obviously, who is investing in your deals, who is a prospective investor, and then all of the key performance indicators, the KPIs, the important metrics that you're going to want to track of those investors. So how much money they're investing, where they live, how you met them. And the entire idea of this money raising tracker, besides you know, obviously knowing who your investors are, is to determine how you're finding these investors so you know how to focus your time. So it allows you to do or walk you through an exercise that lets you visually see based off of the, how you're finding these investors, where are you finding the majority of them and where are you finding not so many of them. And it's a word cloud exercise where the highest number of investors will be the biggest word. You can figure out what that is and then focus your time on on growing that source. Very valuable document and very valuable content for anyone looking to bring on investors to their business. Best ever listeners, enjoyed our conversation. Hope you got a lot of value from it and we'll talk to you tomorrow. If you own a rental property, TransUnion Smart Move can help you identify the right renter from the start so you can avoid the problems of non-payment or evictions. 
Don't put yourself at risk. Go to tenantscreening.com, create a free account, enter the code FAIRLESS at checkout for 25% off your next screening. With TransUnion Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, great tenants. What if you could earn 10000 per month net cash flow for life? Now you can at the Residential Assisted Living Academy. Gene Corino teaches you how to take a single family house and turn it into a cash flow machine. Visit ralacademy.com to learn more.